there, this is Bursting the Bubble, a podcast hosted by teens for teens. I'm Z. I'm Suhana. And I'm Yuna. Join us as we navigate through life as international students in Singapore balancing adolescence in an ever-changing world. Every week, we explore our personal lives, current events, and everything in between. Tune in to Burst the Bubble. Um, so it's currently Chinese New Year. Um, I think it's like our third day of Chinese New Year now. It's like 15 days long. Um, so... We thought that'd be a fun one to talk about is just kind of Chinese New Year, the New Year, um, what it's like being Asian in the world right now. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So um, what should we start with? Like how we've celebrated or like what? Sure. The... Okay. Um, so a lot of families obviously can't uh, meet each other because of COVID. Um, so we're really lucky here in Singapore um, if you celebrate Lunar New Year. Uh, to be able to have eight people over, yeah, eight people yeah. over. Um, even though Singapore did put in some extra rules, so like they're definitely still cracking down. But yeah, yeah. so I guess like um, usually I go to Malaysia um, because my extended family um, and my grandma has a house in Malaysia. But this year we just had people over and ate steamboat, oh, and that did, good. yeah, we did that stuff. And it was like separate families coming over, which was different, but it wasn't, it was still fun. Um, Koreans, it's not as, I feel like it's not as intense as um, like the Chinese community in terms of like reunion dinner and then all of that isn't as big of a fiesta. Um, we eat dakguk, it's called like rice cake soup. And apparently like the rice cake is supposed to resemble coins. So you become like prosperous and wealthy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was in Korea, I've never been in Korea for oh, yeah. the break. Because um, it's only like a few days. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. a few days. So like you can't really travel. But if we were, there'd be a lot of like ancestor rituals and um, paying forward your wishes and whatnot. Yeah. What about you, Suhan? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I did not do anything. Like, I have a family member who's Chinese, and so like I learned a lot about it from her. Like, she had steamboat at her house, and she talked about how she, when she goes to her grandma's house, she usually eats. But then this year, she didn't eat anything when she went to her grandma's house because they have multiple like sets of people coming over, so she has to like constantly cook, and so mm-hmm. she didn't eat. Just so her grandma didn't have to cook for, like, the other set of eight coming. Oh. And so that's what she talked about. She was, like, the one thing that COVID changed about it was obviously, like, the eight people rule. But then what that came with was me not eating just because she had to cook oh. again for, like, a different set of people, which oh. I thought was interesting. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, I do not know much. <laughs> I think I was, I was sad not to be able to see line dances this year. Oh, yeah. Because I actually yeah. think that they're banned for this time being. Yeah. And I feel like they usually... Oh, do they? Yeah. But usually I feel like condos have line yeah, dances. Yeah, like malls and stuff. Malls have them. Um, so it's kind of sad. Last one before we leave. Because it's... We could never, I, oh, I guess... No, we wouldn't be here for CNY next year when you go to college. No. Oh, yeah. Like for the break, you don't really... Yeah, there's not enough not time. Here. Especially if we're going to like really far away. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay, I feel like... Chinese New Year is kind of like it's a time where you see extended family members that you don't usually see and I think that comes with like a lot of 
like they want to know about your life and like updates and things mm. and I think as you get older they start to ask like oh um do you have a boyfriend or like uh I know like some of my cousins are like in their 20s heading into their 30s okay like are you married and it's always are you married or are you I mean not are you married because they would know if you're are getting you, married yeah, are you getting married like, yeah like are you getting married do you have like a significant other um and I know, like, people – I feel like people talk about that a lot, actually, about how they don't like it and oh. how they feel like it's, like, what if I don't want to get married yeah. or something like that. I don't and know. it is a pretty traditional thing to ask, though. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's always – Even in Indian culture, like, yeah, I feel like yeah, it's yeah. so many – honestly, maybe in every culture, <laughs> just worldwide. But you're right. I feel like that's so – I've seen – um I've seen, like, TikToks where people are like, I'm so sick of answering that question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's, like, the Valentine's Day post saying, like, it's okay to be by yourself. <laughs> I've seen so many of those. <laughs> like, make sure to take care of yourself. Um, I mean, I feel like, for me personally, it's not that big of a thing. Yeah, because, same. like, obviously I'm young and also, like, because I'm the young, one of the youngest of my, like, cousins, they don't oh. see me as, like, someone who could potentially even have a boyfriend <laughs> so, right. you know what I mean so like it's not that huge of a deal and I think yeah. people aren't that um affected by it but if it's like all the time I would be like please stop <laughs> asking me it's kind of annoying yeah anyway I feel like this year because I because of AP Chinese I actually learned a lot more about CNY mm-hmm, is that good. weird like um like traditions and things or yeah just... like I think from the Chinese side yeah just because there's like that whole thing of whether you should call it like Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year. I call it Chinese New Year. In Korean. Habit, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's habit too. But also like they do celebrate it differently, probably Lunar New Year versus Chinese yeah, New Year. But um I feel like I never really Oh yeah, do you think they can hear it? Anyway. Um I feel like you can't you don't like I don't really learn about the history behind it. And then I learn all like the stories. Can't say that I remember all of I've them. I learned the stories in Chinese class. Yeah, and then like all of the different foods and stuff. I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. Is to actually be able to go into like because it's you know it's actually called AP Chinese Language and Culture. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I think the culture part is really cool. Like right now, I think because I'm on like a K drama kick, <laughs> and I feel like you learn to just really be so proud of your culture when it's so celebrated online. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like recently also because of CNY, um, there's been a lot of stuff online about um, Asian American racism and just Asian racism in the U.S. Um, it's because I think there's like just a lot of hate crimes recently, too, that went like viral, like videos of them. Yeah, apparently like anti-Asian hate crimes have increased by 1,900%. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is insane. But I actually like looked at the, I think nowadays like looking at, sat- like hearing statistics and then I get really curious about the numbers. The numbers. Yeah. And I looked it up and it's actually because there was one in 2019 and then 20 in the first half of 2020. An article that I read said that there was three from Feb to November in 2020 Wait, in 2019, mm. but then in 2020, there was 24. So it's like times eight. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting. But I also think that it's because of the coronavirus. Not completely, but mm-hmm. I think a large part of it comes from like anti-Asian rhetoric um, from the government. 
um, about the coronavirus. And I feel like for us, we used to call it the Wuhan virus. Yeah. And just thinking about it right now just makes me feel really bad because I didn't think that there was anything wrong with it when yeah. I called it the Wuhan virus. Yeah. But then now when someone says it, it's like, why are you saying the Wuhan virus? No, I remember the switch between before, like, because in the beginning of COVID, it was, I think everyone called it Wuhan yeah. virus, right? Yeah. And then I think when we were about to like get off from school, like, go into lockdown stuff is oh, when the switch became a thing and everyone was like do we really have to call it COVID-19 instead but yeah. it's so crazy to like not call it COVID I can I never know, call right? it Wuhan right now yeah yeah, yeah um, that's crazy do any like maybe we should talk about like what the hate crimes were first okay, yeah. oh, right um there was like a there's a bunch of videos of like elderly um people just being like uh like pushed on the streets there was like a someone got slashed by a box cutter by a box cutter um and then uh there were also robberies in chinatown oh yeah and also yeah the robberies yeah and then um i saw an article that said that because in chinese new year it's like tradition to give money that's why robberies like spiked because they know that people are going to be getting more money and then it becomes easier for them to like rob people so the police like alerted them like the people that were celebrating to like not give out too much money. That's oh, that's crazy. so sad. Yeah. Wow, that makes me so sad. Oh my gosh, I didn't even make the connection to Chinese New Year and the fact that you probably yeah. have more money, like cash money stored. Yeah. Oh my god. It's crazy. Um. Yeah. What I found interesting is I feel like all of the ones that are on social media are very like the the physical violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But majority of the hate crimes that are reported are actually um more verbal violence and yeah. like not mm-hmm. physical like yeah. um um Go back there's to China. a yeah there's an organization called stop aapi hate i think it's like asian american pacific yeah. islander hate um and it said that between march 19th and december 31st of 2020 um there were 2808 firsthand reports of anti-asian hate incidents um and then of those 7. were against elderly Asians and then they said like majority of those um are really just like verbal bullying and and like hate crimes that aren't super physical which can honestly sometimes be even more impactful too yeah makes me so sad that so many are elderly though most of them are targeting like the vulnerable vulnerable populations that's actually crazy to me yeah like the most popular one was like the 91 year old Thai um grandpa or something that got murdered on the street murdered yeah i think he, he got he got killed he died really yeah i, I didn't know he it. died no he died and then there was like a 55 year old female and a 60 year old male or mm-hmm. something like that. but i just think it's crazy that the only ones that we talk about are like the ones that are really really bad that it's like normalized mm-hmm. to have someone just be like bullied mm-hmm. like, yeah because yeah, there's a whole like spectrum of what it means like what yeah. hate crimes can be and i think it's crazy um and a lot of people are attributing it to trump for sure i think yeah i was gonna say apparently like because he like repeatedly referred to it as like china virus or the chinese flu um and then pushed like the theory that it like originated in a lab Mm. in china um apparently now a poll found that three in ten americans blame china or chinese people for the virus so it's like actually really unsafe to be an Asian American. Mm. But I think another problem is like the fact that they say that every Asian is Chinese. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 
a Thai person's Chinese, a Filipino person's Chinese. Because yeah. the person in New York on the subway that got slashed by, like, the box cutter was Filipino. Yeah. But everyone's just called Chinese. And then they all, like, directly related to, like, the Chinese Communist Party. Because they're mm-hmm. always, like, go back to, like, communism. Where, yeah, like, yeah. don't interfere in, like, our democracy. So I just thought that's, like, yeah. interesting that... And there was, um, his name's John Yang. He's the, I think he's the president of Asian Americans Advancing Justice. It's another, like, Asian American organization. Um, and he was saying that the main two attributes, probably, like, there's many, but probably the main two. The first one is um, the Trump conditioning communities to be, like, anti-Asian and, um, like, calling it Chinese virus and Kung Flu. And, like, even when... Kung Flu? I've never heard of that. Really? I've, I've never, never heard, heard of that. that. I don't know. It's, like, Kung Flu. Yeah. And so I feel like when you see it as, like, a disease-carrying community is when all of that happens. And then and then Yang was saying that the other one is, like, so many people are facing economic insecurity right now. And so mm-hmm. there's so oh. much fear and emotional, like, instability that f- people feel like they need to be putting it on someone scapegoat yeah like a scapegoat and so a lot of that happens to be asians what i find the most interesting is the asians are the ones that are complying most with government regulations like i read an article and said that because for example in singapore we're willing to like listen to the government we sort of have a level of fear for the government and in the u.s as well the asians are the ones wearing the masks they're the ones that are getting tested regularly but then they're the ones also being blamed for passing on the virus mm-hmm. which was like too contradictory like and then there's another report it was by um asian american bar association of new york they released like a um it was like a pretty intense report i think um and they were saying that i think it's interesting because they were talking about post 9 11 and the rise of asian hate crimes then that were more targeted towards um like middle eastern communities Uh so like muslim hindu and a lot of the harassment and violence that happened then and then now um the Asian American hair crimes kind of go towards like East Asian yeah. communities. Yeah. And so they're saying it's not necessary because I mean, Asian like anti-Asian sentiments, I feel like have always, have always existed yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just feels like now there is. It's regions of Asia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I read like in a national geographic article that was like, they, that Asian Americans rarely get like explicitly. Do you know what I mean? Like, violently discriminated against it's not like explicit it's usually like implicit or less or more subtle compared to other oh. minorities it won't be like someone yell like yells a racial slur at you or something it'll be more like you're just treated differently oh. you know what i mean yeah i feel like what's crazy to me is i mean i feel like asian anti-asian sentiments are a global thing and in, in many regards but also like, I can't really understand what that's like. Yeah, I And agree. so, I think that's what's so crazy to me is because there's so many Asians in Singapore, you don't really have, like, the very explicit racism as much. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like a lot of the time, if, like, there are racist sentiments or if I'm treated differently because of my race... I have to, like, question whether it's actually racism. Mm. You know what I mean? In the U.S., a lot of the incidents, like, when they were reporting it, they were like, we don't know if it's directly related to race. Um, But because it's happening, like, in different states and it's only targeted to Asians, then it's because of race. But it's very hard to conclude that I'm being targeted because of my race. You know what I mean? 
Interesting. Oh. Like many people aren't getting arrested because, or like it's not counted as Asian American like um, hate crimes because they don't know if it's like confirmed, yeah. you know? But I was reading like different op-eds and just like different opinion articles on like Nudium where people can just post what they think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying like, like they've grown up with this too, right? If you go to like an American public school, mm-hmm. then a lot of times it's just like, like you made fun of your eyes and everything. Um, so I don't know. I think this kind of ties into like the model minority myth thing, you know? Because mm. I feel like for like it's not as outright the racism against Asians, I feel, mm. compared to maybe other minorities. And, yeah. like, that makes yeah. Asians feel like they're not on this, not, like, I'm not trying to say, like, their sides or something, but it's, like, they they don't blame, like, they don't blame, like, the, the oppressors. They become, do you know what I mean? No. Like, I just feel like a lot of the time Asians will just stay silent yeah. or oh. um, not identify with other minorities. I think that not identifying with other minorities is kind of... Right. But at the same time, I don't know if I've actually, like, experienced that myself. I just feel like I hear a lot about the fact that Asians don't identify with other minorities, and I don't actually experience that, because I don't... I don't know. I think that might also just tie into, like, what you're kind of taught as an Asian, because, like, um, you're not usually encouraged to, like, speak out against Mm. things. That's interesting. So that might contribute to it. But, like, I feel like it's also because people don't actually think that anti-Asian discrimination is a thing. I don't think it, they, they think it's as... And, like, also, there's a lot of examples of successful Asians. Sure. And rich Asians. That's very true. Which I think pushes the stereotype. They're sort of, like, overshadowed, like, by other, like, minorities. Mm. What do you mean? Like, for example, like... I, I didn't really know about Asian American like hate crimes in general until yeah. no not in general like like to the extent to which it's like, yeah I think that's the thing is I think people yeah. know that obviously exists I mean it's definitely gone up just recently yeah, sure. yeah, like yeah. I don't think Very it's been true. like a huge but there's so many implicit things that go on like just growing up as a teen that probably don't maybe even constitute as like a hate crime yeah but it's a lot of like just direct it really affects the way like there's a lot of just bullying in general about being when you're an Asian and a lot of like racial slurs that get thrown around you know yeah and I mean I think I'm very lucky to have like to have grown up in Singapore where the media that I consumed as a child I was represented and like yeah even though obviously I watched all the high school musical and like but I think that's what's weird to me is like I don't feel like it was represented for me because I consume yeah. so much American, like, U.S. shows. Yeah. Like, I watch, like, Disney and Nickelodeon, and I don't feel like... Yeah. I don't know. Because you grew up with a lot of, like, local shows. Yeah, because I kind of had, like, a mix of both growing yeah. up. Because my parents did watch, like, a lot of local TV. Yeah. So that was what we usually watched. And I think another thing that was interesting was um, people were connecting this back to just kind of... Um, like police and whether they're best equipped to deal with these kind of things and just like police defunding in general because um, the New York department created a task force mm-hmm. specifically for uh, like crimes, like biased crimes against Asians. Um, and then 
doc i think russell jung he's the chair he's like something asian american studies at san francisco state university oh one of the leaders at stop aapi hate which is that organization i was talking about earlier yeah um there he was saying that a lot of people are looking like asian americans are trying to call for beyond just increased police presence in neighborhoods because they're saying like policing has led to the criminalization of communities in color and mass incarceration so why perpetuate a system that um many believe doesn't work Mm. so i think that's interesting because it feels like it's it's continuously everything seems to be going back towards that like the justice system yeah in general just like that everlasting question I also feel like policing, like increasing policing, is just like a really short-term solution. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Systemic issue. But I guess my question is like sometimes are I mean you do need a short-term solution. Yeah, but this isn't the right one. Is I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. We're not experts on this, but like I'm just. Saying. Okay. I like this episode. I feel like it gave us an opportunity to reflect on the past. Oh wait, another one. Another interesting fact yes. is women, Asian women are twice as likely to be assaulted than men. Which I thought was pretty what? interesting. Yeah, I read an article that said that mm. and I can't seem to like understand the relationship between racism and that. But it's sort of like gender discrimination and racism just becoming like one <laughs> like yeah. reason to attack you, you know what I mean? I feel like that might be because like Asian women is this like sexual assault or just like assault no, cases no, no. in general not sexual assault like, oh like, like assault like, cases like in general. getting beat up yeah yeah what i did not know that that's insane i saw something earlier they were also saying like in general it's disproportionately women yeah. and i feel like that's the thing is if you're looking to inflict harm on someone you would want like someone you'd believe is more vulnerable to doing that and a lot of times that is women that's crazy to me. But I think Asian women, there's something unique about them. I feel like there's a stereotype that they're really quiet, that yeah. they don't rebel, and so that's their easiest target, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. And okay, it's kind of off topic. I don't know if we want to keep this in, but um, that there's a lot of, I think, earlier in the college process, um, I was kind of like reading different articles about it, about how uh, that ends up working against you within the college process because like when you have those implicit biases that Asians in general are like known to be super quiet or blah 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 and so then when that's the persona that you're sending through your college application could that just be who you are you know like that could just be it but then that just seems very like it's actually terrible plain and I don't know I thought that was interesting I remember like early in the college process I had to think about like how do you make sure that you um separate yourself, yourself you know because it's true like I'm not really a quiet person yeah. at all but like that fact that I, that that was something I had to like even consider yeah, that's actually like that, that is sense. pretty interesting yeah yeah anyway okay cool well <laughs> happy Chinese New Year <laughs> enjoy the last how many days I have no idea dude like they're 12 days left I don't know it's 15 days long Okay, like 12-ish, whatever. Um, maybe not 12 by the time. Stay safe. It, but stay safe, have fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs> see, you next, see you next episode. Yeah. Okay, bye guys.